What's up, guys? Welcome back to Bariatric Confessions podcast with your girl, Zipporah. So today, I want to tell you guys about my appointment with the bariatric psychiatrist. Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out, and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post-weight loss surgery? That is the question, and this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zipporah, and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions Podcast. So, the other day, I had my first appointment since um, I was in the pre-op phase with the bariatric psychiatrist. Um, My nutritionist recommended that I go talk to her um, because I I was telling her my struggles with nighttime snacking and um, things of that nature and how I feel like I just can't get this last like 40 pounds off. And um, because of my eating, not not because of any other reason except my eating or, you know, the way I'm eating or not being consistent in in how I'm um, eating. And she's recommended that I go talk to her again. Um, You know, side note, I think I have to find someone else um, because I I just I don't think um, she was giving me what I needed. Um, But, you know, I don't really see I don't know. her, her, her paper says psychiatrist, her title says psychiatrist. Maybe she's a therapist. I don't know if there's like a huge difference when it comes to like sympathy, empathy, things of that nature, or if it's just a person, I have no idea, but I think I want to find someone who, um, who's a little closer to it, not who just works for the hospital where I had my surgery. Somebody who, who was actually seeking out to help people, um, I guess is what I'm looking for who had bariatric surgery instead of uh, someone who is doing this as like just a job. Anyway, not nothing against her personally, just in case she hears this. <laughs> but um, just I just want a, a, a little bit more out of a therapist. Maybe I need to spend more time with her or whatever. I don't know. But the same vibe I got when I had but when I was in the pre-op phase is the same vibe I got, you know, when I saw her the other day. So that being said. I'm not giving up. I just think while I'm seeing her, I'm going to have to find someone else. Anyway, she did um, say a few things that that caused me to think. Um, so my nighttime eating, she thinks it's um, she thinks it's a habit it's because of how like I'm not hungry. So let me tell you guys what happened. So when I go to eat. I eat dinner, right? Let's say I eat dinner between 6 and 7. My kids go to bed at between 8 and 8.30. After the kids go to bed, if you have kids, you understand this. It's quiet. It's, it's just quiet. <laughs> and you get to do whatever you couldn't do or whatever you want to do. Something, nothing. Me and my husband, we typically sit on, we, you know, sit on the couch. We watch our favorite shows together. Like it's our time. Um, sometimes, you know, I work on my business my, you know, I have several businesses, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I work on my business um, while sitting on the couch and watching TV and, you know, all this stuff. And um, but it's our time. So 
typically, even before we had weight loss surgery, we would, you know, make sure we had our snacks, whatever it is, and what we would watch TV. Um, so, but it's just our time. That's what we did. We've been married for 15 years, almost 15 years. Um, and that's what we do. So sometimes I don't get to eat dinner as early as I like, you know, cause life happens. So sometimes I eat dinner closer to when the kids actually go to bed on those rare occasions. I purposely do not drink. I'm being 100% honest with you guys. Like, you know, like I told her this. Um, and I never actually told anyone that because I, you know, I know it's like greedy, <laughs> but I actually do not. I have my dinner. I do not drink water. You know, I wait the 30 minutes. I do not drink water. I purposely do not drink water after I eat dinner at night, most nights, because it's too close to my snack time. And I, I want my snack time. Sometimes I even go as far as like, OK, what do I have? Like, what do I have to eat for tonight? That's how I think. And that's the truth. So it's 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 premeditated. <laughs> it's planned because when I find that there's nothing, I'm like, oh, God, you know, that's not how it goes. Like, it just kind of freaks me out a little bit. So anyway, I told her that. Um, so she that's why she believes it's more of a habit. So she was like, um, you have to try different things. Like she gave me the suggestion of tea. Now, I'm not like a tea person, but listen, 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 listen. I ain't trying to gain back you know, that 150 pounds that I lost also, you know? So she was like, it's the hand to mouth gesture. So she was like, you know, you can try hot tea. She said, she says she likes hot tea at night because it's, it purposely slows you down. You know, you're not just like, you know, drinking it like you're drinking like hot um, iced tea on a, you know, hot summer day or whatever. So I was like, I'll try it. She also told me to, she said, um, she told me to ask myself three questions before I, you know, like actually start snacking and this is just like throughout the day or whenever whatever she she told me to pause and she said what she told me to ask myself what am I really looking for that's the first question the second question is what am I feeling and the third question is do I need a snack right now and if you know answer those questions try to find out the answer um, to them and then determine reevaluate if you need that snack or if you want that snack um, she told me to, you know, I know some, some of you guys do it, but she did tell me to drink first. Like don't, um, hold my body hostage <laughs> when it comes to water, just so I can, you know, have a snack. And, um, I also told her how I felt bad, um, about making healthier desserts because in my head, a dessert is like a bad word, you know, to me, for me, like, uh, it's like a bad word. So I would make, um, like during the holidays, I would make these mini pies. Some of y'all may have seen my TikTok. I don't know if I talked about it on my podcast, but definitely on TikTok. And I showed how I made these mini pies that didn't last very long. <laughs> but that's what I wanted in that moment. Like it was the holidays. And um, typically during the holidays, you eat pie and you eat cake and all this other stuff. So I was trying to I was trying to find a way to make pies way less sugar, reduce sugar or no sugar added. Um, and then, you know, have whatever the filling is that I made. Most of the fillings I made myself, chocolate pie, apple pie, um, the lemon pie, but I did not make that filling because it was too complicated. Um, pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie. Like I tried all of it. And then when I was done, I was done. Um, I told her how during a Daniel fast, 
that I did with my church. I did like a hybrid Daniel fast. I have a podcast like that's like two or three episodes ago. If you want to go listen to that, um, you can. Um, I did a hybrid Daniel fast and I dropped, I, I went all the way up to like two thirty something. I'm, I average about, um, two twenty five before the holidays. And now I hover around two twenty between two twenty and two twenty till. But anyway, so I told her how I gained all this weight. I gained like eight to 10 pounds and I actually lost 12 pounds after doing my hybrid Daniel fast. Um, and I was focused on it and not that I was perfect. I just was focused on it. And what helped me was the um, protein pudding. But I got tired of eating that because I ate it almost every night. Uh, me and my husband. And I, I just got tired of it. So now I have no interest in it. I don't even make it anymore. So <clears throat> those things that but it did help me. Um, but it's like. It's like I want I, whatever it is that I want, something sweet. Um, something crunchy, whatever it is, I try to pick a healthier choice. So let's say I want chips and instead of eating the chips, I eat, um, anything else that's not a chip, you know, sometimes if I have like a wrap for lunch, I'll, um, make, I'll like cut my carrots into, um, like almost like dime, like a dime, um, size and I'll eat that with my my wrap because I got in a habit, old habits, of eating my sandwiches with chips all the time. I mean, most people do, right? A way to remind yourself of your goals and your dreams and keep them in front of you, then I have the perfect clothing brand for you. 365-7attire.com. Check them out. This is just not a regular clothing brand. This is a clothing brand with a message and a purpose, a purpose of self-discipline, self-love, consistency, and taking intentional steps 365 days a year, seven days a week in order to crush your goals. This is not motivation, y'all. This is consistency 365-7. So when I have my wrap, I'll have, you know, carrots cut up like that. And it seemed to be working um, for now. But it just seems like nothing works long term um, or maybe it's not supposed to. I don't know. But anyway, she said um, what I'm doing is something called like intuitive eating where <clears throat> I you know, like try to pick I'll pick a something healthy first. You know, the first first time I'll eat, you know, I don't know, let's say a protein bar. But that didn't satisfy what I wanted. And then I'll have an apple. But that didn't satisfy what I actually want. And then let's, you know, I'll just go ahead and eat a cookie then. A regular cookie. Let's say an Oreo. Because me and her always use the example of Oreos. <laughs> um, we'll have, I'll have an Oreo. But instead of having one or two, I'll have like, you know, five or six. Because I, I basically, you know, basically denied myself that thing to the point where I binge on it. And that has happened. Um, a lot, um, like restrictive or not, um, just like staying away from certain foods did work in my like first year, or maybe a little bit longer after I had weight loss surgery. Um, I am, a dang, I don't even know how many, I can't remember. I had surgery July, 2021. So I'm approaching a year. I'm over a year and a half, maybe about 18, 19 months. And, um, so it did work for me for quite some time, but now it's not working. And I do go into these like, okay, don't eat this, eat this type thing. And then 
if I can find it, like I don't have much here because she was like, well, what, in, what, what do you have in your house that you want to eat like now, like any snacks? And I was like, I really don't have anything here. <laughs> and so I showed her like where I keep my kids snacks. And I was like, but um, I'm OK with not eating their snacks. I tried Pringles, like, you know, the little um, the little like little one that you can buy, like the self-serve serving size one. They were so nasty. They were so nasty. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I used to love these things, Pringles and Lay's and all that other stuff. And I'm like, they tasted they just tasted weird. And yes, I could keep eating them to satisfy a crunch craving and get used to the taste again. But why? Like, I don't know if you guys like. It's like you're chasing a high. Like, I've never been on drugs. Thank God. I've never had um, I've never even smoked weed like for real, for real. Yes, I'm from Philly and I never smoked weed. But I grew up in a house that that stuff would not have been tolerated. Okay, so I've never been high or anything. You know, I probably my sister call it being on. So I probably had a drink (laughs) and been on like, you know, um, not drunk, but I guess tipsy. Maybe that's it. But that's that's like the the highest or the furthest I've ever gone when it comes to like, you know, being inebriated or something like that. So, but I feel like from what I see on TV and, you know, just other experiences with people who had drug addictions in my life, I feel like that's what it is. Like, I feel like you're searching for that taste again. It used to be the show, right, called How I Met Your Mother, right? And one of the main characters, I think it was Marshall, he um, had he had this amazing burger. And... Um, he this was a whole episode where he tried to find that taste again and he couldn't find it. And finally, he remembered the restaurant or something like that. And he went and he had that burger and it was like, you know, like amazing. And it was like it's that like that's how I think of it. Like when it comes to like almost I don't, I, I, it's not food, it's junk food, like whatever you classify as junk food, not like burgers and fries and stuff like that. But it's like actual like junk food, like stuff you buy from the corner store, from the poppy store, you know, from the little bodega at the corner, like, you know, chips and candy and, you know, soda and all the other stuff. Like it's like you had the taste. Right. And now you like you had the taste. You liked it. You liked the feeling that it gave you. And now the reason why you keep eating that thing is because you want to feel that feeling again. And you guys got to let me know if I'm crazy or if I'm right or just let me know if I'm out here by myself overthinking stuff. But that's how I feel when it comes to um, like sweets. Like if you know, even now, if something isn't sweet enough and when I say sweet enough, I don't mean like, you know, like a Twix bar because I can't even go there. It's too much. It's too sweet. Or like a piece of cake, you know, like the frosting from I had a piece of cake a couple of weeks ago at a, a baby shower and the cake, actual cake part was amazing. But the frosting was way too sweet. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Like I would have I didn't even have the whole me and my husband shared it. Um, but like it's crazy. But like that high was too high. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that would, that's like an overdose. <laughs> but there's a some somewhere in the middle right now that keeps me from chasing that high, but it's like the more you feed that addiction, right? The more you feed it, the bigger it grows. So the more you, you'll want that thing. And the way how I understand it, that's how people overdose. 
right? Because they, they chase that high. They're running after that high. Because the more you use something, you know, whatever it is, weed, cocaine, crack, or whatever, whatever the stuff is out here nowadays, um, the more you use it, the less sensitive your body is to it. So the, the, the smaller the reaction you'll get, like as opposed to when you first tried something. So that's how I feel like, you know, I'll eat, let's say, you know, if I eat um, a Twix bar, I'm like, oh, God, this is horrible. This is too sweet. But I go back and I eat it and, you know, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. And I just keep going back because I, I just want it. I like the taste or whatever it is. And I'm still chasing that high. Then I don't after so many times, it just becomes like it loses its potency, like it loses its sharpness. So now instead of eating one Twix bar, I'm eating three Twix bars to try and get that same reaction. That's not working. So I, I keep adding on Twix bars, M&Ms, you know, any other candy in order to get me that high, if that makes sense. That's how I feel like. And that's why um, I feel like I'm always constantly chasing something. When it comes to like snacking um, or like my you know nighttime snacking or snacking. So I didn't tell her that part because I honestly just thought of it. Um, but I, I will tell her at my next uh, appointment with her. But um, she said it was called it's, it's called intuitive eating. And sometimes you have to actually give yourself the thing. And so back to what I was saying, she said, what do you have in your house that you want to eat? I said, there's really nothing here. Like there's. The kids had some fruit snacks. I don't eat fruit snacks. They're gross. They've always been gross. But <laughs> um, fruit snacks, neutral grain bars. Um, I think they had some cookies. It was like, it's nothing really here. And she was like, she was like, okay, well, I don't think it's smart for you to just go out and buy. Like, you know, like I said, our example is Oreos. I don't think it's um, smart for you to actually go out and buy Oreos because now you're, you're, you're purposely, you know, feeding into that habit. I was like, I, you're, you're right. I'm not buying them. Anyway, even if she told me go, I'm no, ma'am, I'm not doing that because I, I can't open that door. But anyway, so um, she was like, then um, then you have to like figure out another way to to feed that thing. And she and and so um, she didn't really give me too many workarounds when it came to that. Not that I remember I was writing things down, um, but maybe that's when she told me to ask myself those three questions. Hey guys, Zipporah here. So I am super excited to announce that I have openings for businesses who are looking to advertise on the podcast platform. So if you're interested in advertising on my channel, hit me up via email, bariatricjohn at gmail.com. Um, so, cause she, she was like, she was like, you could be thirsty because you're not drinking enough because you're purposely not eating. Um, you're purposely, um, not drinking in order to eat your snack. So it could be that. So she was like, try these, you're asking yourself these three questions. Um, I asked her, like, I was like, it's funny how, when I went through the Daniel fast, nobody was checking on me. Like there was no accountability. Um, like it was like something you wanted to do. And I was like, I was able to do it. And I lost the 12 pounds and then. I was like, all right, I'm gonna keep this going. And it, the whole month of February went and I realized I was like sliding back into old like habits or whatever. And she was like, you have to buy into the benefits. And now I've heard this before 
Now, the benefits that she gave me, I didn't, they didn't really hit me. So I have to, I have to figure it out myself. Or that's why I said maybe find a different therapist. Um, but she, you know, she was like, what's the benefits if you don't, you know, um, have the nighttime snacking all the time. She was like, it's a, it'll improve hydration. It'll break a bad habit. Um, she said, you'll avoid feeling full. Like when you go to bed, you'll, you'll lose the weight that you want to lose. And, um, and she was like, it'll also give you reasons to find healthier ways to relax. That doesn't involve food. That one. Okay. That one actually makes sense. So, um, I, 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 I don't know. Um, so she was like, it, it, you have to buy into the benefits. So maybe I have, maybe I'll sit down. That's what I'll do. I'll sit down and list out the benefits of maybe, um, not constantly snacking at night. Um, when it comes to relaxing, finding other ways, trying other ways to relax at night. Um, and also I know it's a long podcast, but there was so much in that hour or whatever it was talking to her um she i like oh so i was saying about dessert um uh dessert just seems like a bad word for me so like i thought what i was doing was bad you know like like making healthier type snacks and she was like no she was like find ways to make your like if you want cake find ways to make yourself you know, a cake or whatever it is, but make it healthy. Or she, she mentioned something like frozen banana recipes or something like that. Um, you know, like to avoid deprivation basically. So, um, I'm not a baker. <laughs> I'm not a baker, but like sometimes I do want certain things. Um, and she was like, like if you want cookies, you know, fine. You know, there's, she was like, I'm sure there's recipes out there. You can make protein cookies. Or something of that nature, not them nasty ones that y'all bought. That that's in the that's in Target with those Quest cookies. They taste like dust. But um, you know, she was like, you can find ways to make healthier things, so that way, if you want it, you just pull it out the freezer or whatever it is, and, and you get to eat it. So that's what I that's what I might do. Um, just you know, little things to help me recover. Or to help me to not recover, but to help me stay on track. And if it's if it's like okay, I want a cookie, then have a cookie. I tried the the um, when I wanted something crunchy, I tried the um, the chickpeas, the the air fried chickpeas. I fi- I figured out finally how to get them dry enough or whatever, but it wasn't like eating a chip. And that's why, like I I, I really do um, commend people who had weight loss surgery younger. <laughs> Like I'm 43 and I feel like, man, if I had this maybe in my 20s, maybe it wouldn't be so hard to like break these bad habits. I I don't know. This is just me just processing. But like it's, it's like my dad, right? My dad, it was so hard. Like I watched him. It was so hard for him not to have sugar, not to have sugary stuff, even even after his eyesight was gone, even after they had to amputate his like one foot or the like half of it. And then they had to do the other one and do, do the other half, even as like he started like not being able to function like independently by himself. And like he always needed help. 
but he always went back to sugar. And he would use the excuse like, oh, I'm having a, he called it a drop down. I don't know if that's what all people who have diabetes called it, but that's what my dad called it. So, you know, um, he was like, oh, I'm having a drop down. And he'd be like, okay, let me get you some orange juice. No, run to the corner store and get me a jelly crimp it. <laughs> it's a, t- uh, it's a tasty, it's called tasty cake. Some of y'all, um, I don't know where everybody's from, but tasty cake, I don't know how far tasty cake go out. But Tasty Cake is like a Philadelphia, you know, dessert place. Um, they used to be the bomb when I grew up, like butterscotch, coconut. Uh, I didn't like the jelly crimpet, the chocolate cakes, like all of it. Um, but my dad would eat those coconut, butterscotch, and um, the jelly crimpet was, was like his favorites. And, you know, we would run to the corner store <laughs> and get, you know, him a Tasty Cake or something like that. And it's like, you know, how about an orange? And he'd be like, no, like... <laughs> But I watched him like chase or not chase, um, try to feed or try to quiet, almost like that sugar demon, you know. And when 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 I when I was telling my um, therapist about when she told me, like, you know, um, you're going to have to let some desserts in or whatever it was, like some things in. And I started crying. Like, just not, not, not bawling, you know, just like tears. I was like, that's so scary. And it is so scary to me because I, I just don't want to die from diabetes. She's like, well, you're not going to die from eating a cookie. You can. You, you can because one cookie leads to two. It, it was a show or something that said you can get pregnant from kissing. It was, I don't remember who said that, but it was like funny. It was like, how do you get pregnant from kissing? Because one kiss can lead to other things. And yeah, it was funny. It was like, I don't remember what show that was, but it was hilarious. Ha, ha, ha. But think about it. One cookie could lead to diabetes. I was pre-diabetic. Okay. I was pre-diabetic. And that was because I had one cookie too many. So uh, that's why, that's why I said I'm, I'm, I might have to find somebody else because I'm not sure if she's the right fit for me. Or, you know, or if she's just like textbook, um, giving me stuff, text, just textbook only um, and not like experience. But I do feel like there was a disconnect, but because she didn't even react. Now, we were on the phone, like on, um, I don't know, whatever, like a Zoom or whatever. Um, but she could see me. And when my nutritionist told me the same thing, same reaction, I had the same reaction and she saw me. She was like, are you okay? And I was like, that's just so scary. And it's I just I, letting certain things in scares the crap out of me. Um, so I don't know. But this podcast has been long enough, so I'm going to shut up. Um, but yeah, that was my appointment with the therapist, my first one. I'll let you guys know how the rest of them go and when I find um, somebody else. I hope you guys have a lovely day. Lovely day. Peace. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, TikTok, or even in my Facebook group and let me know what you liked about this episode. Oh, and please, please rate and review my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of Bariatric Confessions. I hope you have a very successful day.